I'm live. All right, you're live. They can hear your mic and everything. Yeah, yeah, we're all here. Okay. I'm on a starting soon oh. screen. You guys are on a starting soon screen, but I'm live. I'm here. Uh, are we gonna have a like a? Are we supposed to have like social media for this podcast or no? What do you mean social media? Are we gonna have our own like Twitter account or something? Or? Yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about that after the podcast. Okay. Well, my Twitter's actually my company's Twitter is advertised, and I don't even have a company Twitter yet, but. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah. I'm going to press the record button. Am I, am I leading it off or are you leading it off? We'll just wing it. All right. Works with me. <laughs> Look at that. I'm recording. You're Cut recording? out the first bit. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Welcome to episode one of Smoking Dollars. I'm Brandon. And I'm Rath. And we're here. <laughs> we're here at the yeah. first podcast. First episode. Yeah. Yeah. The, we're just going to sit here and... and BS about uh, business stuff. So if that interests you, stick around and listen in. And if that doesn't, well, maybe maybe we'll interest you and you'll start your own business. Yeah, maybe. You might learn some. You might not. You might learn what not to do. Might learn yeah. Do. Through our pain, suffering, and trials. Absolutely. I think there's, between the two of us, I think there's plenty of that. Probably. <laughs> I wouldn't know that. I wouldn't know that. That'd be oh, business right there. Uh, well... They always say in the business world, defeat is key. Defeat is key. Yes. Who's yes. Feet? If uh what? What about feet? What? Defeat. Defeat? Defeat. God. Now I'm gonna now I'm gonna I'm now I'm gonna say defeat instead of defeat. Yo, oh my I think that's why I like that the uh I don't know if we're allowed to say this on here, but the the on, the online friends took off because defeat is key. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I know exactly. That's good business uh, practice, right there. I I guess, man. Sell sell those. You know that that is a, that is actually a business that I'm like really confused of how it took off. But then then you step back and look at it, and you're like, oh my, you know, that's how it took off. You know. Yeah, and what sucks is like it's been around a minute, but it's still so lucrative. Anyone can get into it, and I mean, it sells, you know, it sells. Yeah. But, but people that do that keep it so secret too. Some. Yeah. <laughs> Some. <laughs> I know, I know it's become a lot more open of a topic lately. And like, um, I've seen like, so on TikTok, I have a lot of, uh, just, it pops up on my for you page. A lot of, um, people like, okay, what do you do for work? Like what, what, you know, what is your job? And there's a lot of, um, that are like, oh, well I, you know, defeat. <laughs> so hey, but but if it pays the bills, it pays the bills. You Absolutely. know what I mean? I mean I'm, I'm not judging. No. I wish my defeat would sell. Uh, mine <laughs> wouldn't. Mine mine have been through in steel toes for six years now, and so yeah, mine have I know combat uh, boots too much. So they don't they don't sell. Yeah, mine are old, decrepit, and gone. Military <laughs> defeat. <laughs> Maybe that one can sell. Yeah. That, you know, that'll be my niche. You know. Uh-huh. It, uh, well, you could take videos of you taking them out of the boot and and post them up there, shoving them into a little uh, what is it, a little tub of water to like soak them because I actually work for a living and it hurts my feet. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I thought about selling my socks as statues because they they stand upright some days. Well, I think you're using your socks for all the wrong purposes. Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the right purposes, you know. Uh no, I I. 
there was one day where I had slipped my my feet out of my boots, right? Yeah. And my socks, literally the the foot portion of them, I took my socks off yeah. and they held their form. I don't, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Me either. At the time, I I didn't know. I was like, whoa, that's when I was working my my full time factory job and running my business. And it, so my feet had been in there for like 24 hours yeah, and yeah. it's like, Oh yeah. God, I, get I, it. I don't uh, know. Especially after I, the military, I've definitely been in those situations where you pull like, so we double sock up and you'd have two socks on, you pull your socks, like your foot out. And you, I mean, it's just like, I mean, it was even to a point where you take your, your cami, like your cami pants off and they'd like hold their form. <laughs> like, yeah. Would, like, like you use starch on them, but it was just weather and <clears throat> climate and everything it's 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 bad it's bad Anyways, but this uh, isn't a sock podcast yeah business you got uh you just got two business guys in here business owners are scatterbrained so we talk about anything and everything at any moment it's true and that's gonna be a lot of what this podcast is the whole point of this is we sat down together and we said hey you're a business owner, I'm a business owner, why don't we get together and just chat and talk and we can bullshit and give advice and uh, give stories and maybe some comedic entertainment in there. We're both um, entertainers at heart in some form or fashion. And so we wanted to um, really just come together and create a project together and see how it goes. I mean, this could go nowhere, it could go somewhere. Um, We'll see. And that's all kind of up to you guys, the viewers and listeners. If uh, you know you like it and you wanna you wanna partake, you're more than welcome to um, you know, subscribe, comment, do whatever, wherever we're gonna post this. Uh, we'll probably talk about that some point during the, the podcast and just talk about, you know, how we wanna set up this podcast. Because I mean yeah. the podcast in itself is somewhat of a business, not one that we're gonna be profiting on or trying to make money on, but it's one that we need to build and organize and structure and sell quote-unquote, by putting it on different platforms. So we'll talk about that at some point. Yeah, th this podcast is going to be ran a lot like a business. We're going to set it up. It's going to be like a business. It's going to grow organically. So as, you know, more and more people watch us, the better quality you get. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we get better. Um, this is my first ever podcast. Have you done a podcast before? I have. I've done plenty of podcasts. I used to do a uh, podcast uh, once a week, every Saturday called trt talks man that that goes back to my early business days right there really what was, oh yeah what was that podcast about we literally just sat down and, and did everything i mean there was no real topic so that podcast was designed so we you know as you know wrath but everyone else doesn't know i used to do a dungeons and dragons uh stream speaking of running it, a business <laughs> dungeons and dragons um, is definitely like trying to run a business yeah yeah um and um you know our our biggest downfall of that stream was we'd get off topic a lot about different topics so we decided to create an hour segment before the stream to get all that out of us to just sit down and talk and it it was really kind of successful but um then then we dropped off the map so how long ago was that what how long ago was that oh was man that? like three to four years okay ago. so it's been a hot minute since you've done a podcast either but yeah you, you have some experience so you're gonna bring a lot more to the table than i am but i'm i'm here and uh, uh hopefully the listeners appreciate that the podcast is all about your conversation piece you know it's it's there's nothing more about it 
Fair enough. Well, we'll do our best. Um, well, Brandon, why don't you? Uh, I mean, they don't know anything about us. We're nobodies just coming up out of the yeah. work. So, why don't you tell us uh, just, you know, who, who is Brandon? Ah, well, I'm Brandon. I own a security integration company called TRT Studios, and uh, we do surveillance access control. I've been running and operating that for about five to six years of my life. Um, yeah, and we're an official incorporated business with the United States government. So, yeah, that's that's me. You told us more about your business than you did who you were. <laughs> I'm Brandon, and this is all about my business. That's a salesman right there. That's how you know he's running a small business. Uh, yeah, he's like, well. He's like, I'm going to use this opportunity to tell you about my business, not about me, because he's trying to sell a business to himself. And I get that, but Brandon. Yeah, well, <laughs> okay, a, a little bit about me, Rath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, I, uh, so, th so this is what I want to um, establish. So. Brandon and I are two completely different people who come from two completely different places, and yet we both have become small business owners. And so what I mm -hmm. want to show is, you know, who you are and where you come from and who I am I and see. where I come from so that we can gotcha. show that, you know, viewers and listeners that we're bringing two different sides and they could bring an entirely different side, but everyone's possible to be in this position and be doing what I we're doing see. probably better. But um, so tell me who you are. Well, like I said, my name's Brandon. I'm born and raised in Southwest Iowa and run run a small business. And um, What's Iowa 20... like growing up there? I've actually never been to Iowa. Uh, been... dull, dull and boring. There, it, it's honestly what you make of it here in Iowa. We have a lot of cornfields around and um, a lot of farming goes on here. So a lot of people, when they hear a business owner from Iowa, they think that they, they farm but we don't, I don't farm. So there's several business here that don't farm, but there's a lot of farming around here. A lot of cornfields, um, bean plant, bean plants. Of course there's bean plants, <laughs> bean fields and all that good stuff. So, um, a lot of farming around here. Um, I guess I, I don't know what more to tell, tell about my life. My, my life's consumed by my business. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll definitely get into that topic. I'll tell you guys a little yeah. bit about me. Um, yeah, like I said, my name is Rath. Um, grew up actually Northwest Coast. Well, I, we moved around a lot, so I grew up all over the West Coast. Um, spent time Alaska, Washington, and Oregon primarily. Um, but I uh, grew up, tried college out, ended up going in the military instead. Went Marines. Um, tried to do that for a while. Ended up getting injured, pushed out. Spent some years homeless, traveling, and uh, then I got into a good position, got settled, got stable, and uh, started my own business. So I see. that's where I come from, you know, completely <clears throat> different um, from where he is. You know, I was, I was definitely like, I think you, you have more of a rooted foundation and like, I do. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you're going to be able to give that point of view. I'm, I'm very chaotic and shaken i guess is not the word i want but it's the word that comes to mind <laughs> yeah my, my life's very dull because i've i've lived in the same town for 26 years of my life um I so i call it dull i mean stable is <laughs> a good word <laughs> i mean uh, stable yeah it's it's stable i guess not really stable because you know my business could collapse at any moment you know what i mean oh, yeah there's that i was gonna say it's hard to be dull when you're a small business owner and is something you really don't find when you're trying to run your own business you know we'll, we'll discuss this in a later episode but you know uh, a business owner's life is consumed 90 percent of their life is consumed by their business i mean 
you know, we worked nonstop, uh, you know, I just got done working and then jumped onto this podcast. So, you know, every, every moment I'm awake, I'm working on my business. So that, that's, that's what I'm talking about doll. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Um, so I guess, I mean, you said that we've, we've kind of given an insight to who we are, but, um, you said that you're, you're pretty much consuming your business. I said, I've gone through all this stuff before I ever started businesses. So let's talk about, let's talk about our businesses a little bit. You, you started your business how long ago? Uh, about five to six years ago okay. is when, when we started, uh, we originally started as a D and D podcast, which is kind of funny. And then it involved in this smorgasbord of, uh, uh, different services that we offered. And then we, we narrowed it down to the security industry as it was a massive vacuum in my area uh, of stuff that wasn't offered. And so we, we, we became pretty successful at that. And so now we got to branch out again. <laughs> so you started out as a D and D podcast and from there grew into a security consultant provider. Yeah, so, well, yeah. I, I, I apologize if I'm absolutely butchering what your company does. No, no, no. So it, it's pretty obscure what a security contractor is. Um, we don't really talk about our work as, you know, it's in the security industry. So, you know, if if I go install cameras onto somebody's building, I don't go, yeah, I just install cameras on their building. You know, don't go hit it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, we're, we do security cameras access control those are the badge readers that you use to get in and out of buildings and stuff um familiar, yeah. uh as well as low voltage uh cabling we do a bunch of utility work for some different utility companies fiber optic work stuff like that okay okay um and um oh no you go ahead if if this is on me because i was going to switch it to you i was going to ask you a question oh uh, sure. No, I'm curious. I've been asking a couple questions. Yeah. You got? Yeah. So what made you start your business? Okay. Yeah. Um, that's actually, that's on my notes. I want to talk about that too. That's a good one. Um, so for me, my inspiration to start my own business, not even like this specific business, but my inspiration to start my own business in general was the fact that I came out of the military. Um, I was uh, a leader uh, in the military, a leader of Marines. And um, with that, you have to take on a lot of leadership training and uh, really learn how to be a leader and what it means to be a leader. And when I came out of that and went back into the civilian world and had to go get a regular you know, nine to five job or whatever and work for people who had never served, work for people who never had any leadership training and yet they were my boss and they were treating me like absolute are we allowed to cuss on this podcast absolutely they were treating me like absolute ass and i was flabbergasted like i was literally standing there speechless looking at them like i don't think you can talk to me like that like um it, it took me by complete surprise to where their leadership skills were so poor and what they were, were doing and how they were trying to motivate their their employees and the methods that they were using, I was like, how can you see this as a good idea? Like, this is insanity. And um, it just made me realize that even though, like, they were running a business with no training and no leadership skills, and I was like, well, I actually have training and leadership skills, and I could do this way better than you are. Um, and so that really pushed me to be like, okay, maybe I should. 
So yeah. my my initial inspiration was that I wanted to I wanted to develop a company that was worth working for. That was the initial business plan. I had no no idea what I was going to sell or do or provide. It was just I wanted that company that was worth working for to where if people came to work there they enjoyed it and it was worthwhile and it would train them and build them up one of those ones that like not so much that i want it to be a stepping stone to other stuff but like to where other companies would poach my employees because they're trained and like being developed into great employees they yeah. could stay on with my company and be great employees for me or you know they're just it would it would be a good company to work for for the employee and for a customer, because I've had plenty of experience with, um, you know, going to, you know, shop at a place or handle a place and you just have terrible customer service or the quality of the product that you're getting, like your food or your, your package is just damaged or um, not up to par. And I was like, well, I want a good experience for the customer, too. And I was like, what if my company was able to provide that? Yeah. That was the entire inspiration for where I came from. Cause, cause you're, you're a consumer based business. Yes. And I, I hadn't even decided what type of business I wanted to get into yet. I just knew that I wanted to be able to provide for both employee and, um, consumer, whether that was a business or a person. Um, yeah. I didn't, it wasn't, I didn't get into this business to make millions or to, um, be free. It was. I saw who was running businesses and realized that it didn't take much. <laughs> like anyone could literally just go do it like without training or anything. And I was like, well, I could do it and I have training and yeah. definitely do it better. Yeah. It, it. The, the, the cool thing about a business is anybody can start a business. I mean, it takes what $50. I don't know about your state, but in Iowa here, uh, it took me $50 and a signature to start a business. What what was your cost in your business license and everything out of curiosity? I specifically asked you one thing to not ask me that because I don't know. <laughs> um, I have no idea. So um, I should know this, but I don't. And the reason is because I, one, have a terrible memory, and two, uh, am an idiot. Um, and so, oh, you, no, you're not an idiot. No, I just know I, that. I own that. And um, – my entire business is built on hiring people who are smarter than me, which is really yeah. easy to do when you have my intellect intelligence. And um, so I know that I'm not good at handling the books, processing money and keeping track of everything. And so my first hire was someone who could do that for me. And so getting the business license and how much that costs and everything, I have no idea, but I'm sure my accountant has it in all our books and we would know it off the top of our head like that. You know, speaking of accountants, you know, um, you brought up a good point. Somebody once told me, whenever you start a business, make sure you have a good lawyer and a good accountant on your side, or else you're screwed. Uh, yeah. No, I would absolutely back that up. Sorry, I'm trying to and, to chat while we do this. <laughs> oh, no, you're good. You're good. Um, yeah, I, got, I got one of those two things. My accountant screwed me over this year, but uh, I got a good lawyer on my side, so that's all that matters, right? There you go. There you go. Yeah, I don't um, have a lawyer yet, but my accountant ended up taking it on and just started researching a bunch of the law stuff so that way we didn't cross any lines or do anything we weren't supposed to. 
you know, but yeah, shockingly, Warriors, yeah, is definitely one that I would recommend, especially starting out. We'll we'll get into a whole episode about you know. Yeah, yeah, legal legal stuff in business. It's a rabbit hole that yeah, you can jump down and be down for hours. Absolutely, I took a, actually when I went to college, uh, my first two years I went to college for was for fitness management and like health, and I wanted to be a like health coach. Um, I got to a point where I had to memorize like every muscle and bone in the body, and I said, never mind. <laughs> um, so I switched majors to small business management, uh, did two years for that. And I remember I got into a business law class and the absolute only reason I passed that class is because I flirted with the girl next to me who was going to be a business lawyer. She knew everything. And that's oh, the wow. only reason I passed that class. <laughs> Cause it's like you said, it's a rabbit hole. There's so much yeah, to dissect. And you know, I was, you know, Speaking of business law and everything, I was actually on the phone with one of my vendors today and we were we were discussing some stuff because I'm having some problems with them and they, they realized I was unsatisfied. Uh, did you know that in some states you can't charge a late fee at all, but in other states you can charge up to $50 a week late fee? I did not. Yeah, I, so I don't have it, a late fee with my company, so I would have never even looked into that, but that's interesting. So, yeah, no, um, I know this is a little bit off topic, but it's fresh in my mind here. Um, So in in the state of Iowa, we can only charge one and a half percent per month up to $20, or we can charge $5 per week or whatever it is per week up to $20. But in Iowa, you can't go past $20 a month. So is this late fee based on like... You've already provided service. They haven't paid for it, and you're in yeah, yeah, thirty day interest. net. So yeah, so okay. uh, after we get done with the job, we bill out, and every thirty days that they're late, we tack on a late fee. Every thirty days. Now we'll you get know, into this at a different time, but I'm curious. Do you, because you do a completely different business than me, and we'll we'll talk about this more throughout the podcast. But um, do you just off the top? We don't have to get into it. Do you do like a, an upfront cost and then after cost? Whatever that's called, that's a terrible way to explain it. But do you know uh, so yeah, so we do require a deposit and then the rest at the end. Depo- thank yeah. you. Yeah, business. Yeah, terms, I should know this. Uh, oh, <laughs> an upfront cost and an after cost. Yeah, same thing. You knew what I was talking about. Hey, you're <laughs> in the consumer or business to consumer. I'm into the business to business market. So you know our terminology is completely different. True, you know, yeah. I would never yeah. have a deposit or anything like. That's just not yeah. how it works with me. Yeah. But- you know, your business is subscription based. My business is mainly one time or multiple times recurring, you know, business um, to where you, you know, uh, t- tell us a little bit about how your business is structured real quick, Rath. Um, yeah, I mean, we can we can get into this in a whole. I mean, this could be an entire discussion. Um, so my business, there's a couple different ways you can go about it. I mean, it can just be a quick like one time gift, um, but Otherwise, it's built on subscriptions. And so the the more you subscribe, say you do like a, a three-month, six-month, year-long subscription, mm-hmm. you're going to get a great discount based on that. Um, I'll get into more of why in another episode. I think that would be a really good topic to kind of rabbit hole down. But um, Yeah. Yeah, so it, there's a, mine is developed multiple ways. There's – a lot of different options because we have four different types of subscriptions you can get onto and then three different types of products we provide. So with that, there's like whatever math is involved there, uh, a 
metric fuck ton of options that you can go off of. Yeah. I don't know if I can say that well with the sensor or whatever, but you know, like based if you know if you pick one of those products and one of those um, offers of subscription services, there's just multiple ways you can go about it. And the reason why is just because I wanted it to be available to everyone, depending you know whether they're in a great situation and they're able to do this, 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 or if they're in a tougher situation but they still want it and they're able to do this, 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 or Maybe they're just in a completely different situation altogether and they're only able to do this and this. Yeah. I wanted, I wanted to provide as best I could because, like I said, I built this business to be able to provide for the consumer rather than provide for my own myself. Yeah. But Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I was pretty much done. I'm just rambling. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, you know, uh, you offer a, a subscription service where we – you know, and I shouldn't say my business doesn't offer a subscription service because we kind of do because we have some products that are license based that you have to renew every year. And of course, we, we make, you know, a profit off that subscription every year that, you know, when they pay us for the subscription and then we pay our vendor. Um, so, yeah, but um, with your subscription box, right? Yeah. It, how did you go about pricing that out of curiosity? Yeah, um, so because is, yeah. I, I know, I, I know you have set prices on different boxes. I think you, you have a lo lower level one, a mid level one and a higher level one. I, I do, yes, how, how did you, how did you come up with those prices? Um, so the truth of it is, is I, there's a, there's a big competitor in my industry. I won't talk about it. There's a big competitor in my industry and I was a previous subscriber to them. And yeah. I was very let down by it. And a lot of people who I talked to were also let down by that same company. And I know what their price was. And I was like, well, I'm going to do better. And that's the initial, like, where my prices came from. It was just to do better than other said company, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, my original prices was actually uh, a lot lower um but i talked to my accountant they're like we literally can't afford it <laughs> like you can't do that we've been giving everything away i was like oh right yeah i guess probably have to stay in business somehow right um so what i did is i pretty much like i said i didn't start this business i still work a full-time job so my my company isn't here to provide me millions mm -hmm. if if it takes off and subscribers really like what we do we could make money. We could make some pretty good money if we, you know, the subscriber numbers go up and people really like us. But that's only if I'm doing my job and providing for the consumers. So what my prices are based off of is almost breaking even to where I can get great deals and, you know, I can go through my back channels to get great deals, set up the product, go through all the, the manual labor and the hard work to get these kits set up and provide it to the customer for, you know, what base prices um so what i did is i looked up my best deals and what i could get and i can't remember the numbers off the top of my head but we're gonna say for instance our low cost box they're getting it for double double the value so what they're putting in they're getting double the value back yeah and my mid box i think they're getting like can't remember i think it's like triple value and then top box is like quadruple value don't quote me on that it's not exact but something along those lines um because based off the deals i can get because i'm a business and because i have subscribers and 
the subscriber count, I can get better deals, da da da, right? A whole lot of math behind all that, but I wanted to provide for them the best I could. And so my accountant was really mad at me, <laughs> but I dropped my costs basically as low as I could. And that's where my numbers come from. If you are wanting to start your own company, don't do what I did. If you're actually trying to make it like a successful, your only job and you're going to make a living and yeah. be able to provide for a family. Mine will be able to do that in time if it takes off and if I'm doing my job right and providing for the customer, which I hope I'm doing by giving them the best deal I can. But it's, you, not, you know, it's not a get-rich-quick scheme at all. I, I I think you you brought up a valid point there, though, because I was in the same boat you were as you're starting out. You know, we started out and we charged. I'll, I'll, I'll throw my prices out there. I don't care. People can compete with me. People already do. Um, we were charging $60 an hour to, to come into somebody's business and do work. That wasn't cutting it. So we raised our prices to 120 an hour and that was cutting it. And that's that's when I was finally able to go full-time into my business, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I think every business starts off with losing money at, at the beginning to get their foothold, to learn, to do all that. So I, I think that's standard within the business industry, you know? I've heard that. I can't confirm it because I'm sure there's, you know, business wizards out there who probably have a lot more experience and they can start up a company and just start making Yeah. Money. More than likely. Well, Especially if you have brand recognition already. Say, you know, yeah. for instance, say you have like, Elon Musk type influence, you could start a business and be like selling it as an, or like, um, for instance, um, uh, I think it was Dwayne, the rock Johnson started his own whiskey brand. Does that sound familiar? I think he did. Ah, uh, I, I guess I didn't hear that. Okay. I think, I think he started his own whiskey brand and he <laughs> can just put it on his Instagram and probably make money because he has yeah. recognition already. Um, but if you're starting up as, you know, uh, a homeless Marine, you don't have that brand recognition, so you're probably going to lose money off the start. Yeah. Well, well, I started my business with $500. I mean, so, you know, I took that 500 Funny story here, uh, since we're talking about how we started our business. I started my security company with $500. I took that $500 and went out and bought tools. I already had a Chevy Impala that I was using. So what would happen is my dad would, would haul the ladders and scaffolding to the job site. And then we would pull up in my Chevy Impala. It had a massive trunk. We'd unload the Milwaukee packout tools, roll into the business, do the work, pack it up. The next day, my dad would come and get the ladders. So, yeah. Huh. Um, and, you know, you were talking about brand recognition, you know, like the Mark Cubans and the Kevin O'Leary in the business world. They already have, you know, billions of dollars to dump into a business so they can market it. You know, they can hire a professional marketing agency where we are trying to build it ourselves with as limited of a budget as we have, you know, five hundred, a thousand, two thousand dollars. You know, we can't go out and hire that massive marketing agency. Yeah. And with that, it's all on you. Yeah. It's all on you. You have to do your own marketing. You have to do, well, I mean, unless you have friends or people who are willing to work with you for the cheap, cheap, unless you have a bunch of investment money, but you know, you, you got to learn how to do your own marketing. You got to learn how to do your own market research. You got to learn how to do your own product sourcing. You know, you got to either learn it or have someone smarter than you help or figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that, that, that was the hardest part about starting my business was finding all my resources I need. 
And thankfully, you know, I I had a bunch of friends that were business owners, so I could turn to them for advice, you know. What do I do in this situation, you know? Yeah, yeah. We have an entire episode that we're going to go over on, like, how we actually started and, and the process and the steps we went through. So that we yeah. can show you guys, viewers, listeners, that, um, you know, ways that you can go about it. If you're like, okay, give me, like, a step-by-step on how I do this. We, we'll be and able I, to, like, I, sit down and write one out. And that's the next episode, so I'm even going to have some show-and-tell stuff to bring as well. I'm going to blur some stuff out, but... Is that the next uh, episode? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> how we got started. <laughs> it's on a paper somewhere. Yeah. So, you know, I, I even got some show-and-tell pieces. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show off my business license so people can see what a business license actually looks like. Gotcha. It, it's, it's nothing spectacular. It's, it's printed on some special paper. That's about it. Yeah, it's like a little, like, diploma. Yeah. Oh, like I, I never thought about it that way. A diploma, man. Yeah. Congratulations. You graduated out of the workforce. Yeah, you graduated into this hellhole. <laughs> now you're gonna pay now you're gonna pay a ton more in taxes. Thanks. So we talked <laughs> about we talked about kind of like what got us into the business. I want to talk about so we you know who you were as a person before your business versus who you are now. How did having your own business change you? Like did it affect any of your hobbies, your interests, your social life? You, relationships uh, oh man so on and so forth oh man you're getting into a deep deep discussion here oh, with is me. It, should we make that its own episode i don't know <laughs> no I no wrote, we can... i just wrote down some talking points because i was like i don't, no, I, I don't no. know how to podcast man i'm just making no no you are you're you're perfectly fine wrath um, thanks you're not so bad yourself <laughs> um <laughs> um yeah it, it's absolutely affected everything with me um relationships personal life you know People say that business owners are dark and cold. And, you know, when I first started, I'm like, ah, nah, I'm never going to become dark and cold. And then you become dark and cold, you know, and it's like, oh, wow, you know. <laughs> so if you're thinking about dra- dropping down the rabbit hole of owning your own business, just know that you're going to be socially burnt out by the end of it. Like, you're not going to want to talk to a soul. Depending. Yeah, it, depending it on your business. how much you were investing in your business. Because yeah. if you invest 150% of yourself, yeah, you're going to be spent, but you're going to see the most gain in your business. So yeah, I was going to, I, I was going to say, you know, that that's, that's not the only way to make a business successful. I say, you're going to scare everyone away. <laughs> I don't never want to start but, my own business. I'm going to be dark and cold. <laughs> I mean, you got to be true. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but you got to invest a hundred percent of yourself into the business or else, you know, you're going to, it's just going to be a money pit, you know, where, where you throw money in, you're not getting, you know, your return on you're investment. You're not getting as much as you could for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. Losing out on investment opportunity. And I guess I'm more, more socially burnt out than probably you and your business. It's because I, I have meetings every day. You know, I talk to a solid 10 people a day, you know, rather that's an employee or a client or, you know, just somebody out on the streets that no, want to know more any, about any, me, you know? Anyone in customer service right now hates you. Like, 10 people a day, this guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> Shout out to also, all the cashiers out there. You guys are great. Yeah. Well, you also got to understand those 10 people a day, the conversations are, you know, 45 minutes to three hours long, yeah, you know? So I'm not trying to belittle. I actually, I was thinking about oh. it. Once I get into the point where I actually have to deal with a lot more of that, I was, I was already looking to hire someone specifically for like a customer rep um, type public relations position so that I don't have to go do that. <laughs> I the, can avoid those 45 hour long conversations. And, and that's what makes me bad about the business to consumer industry 
is because you guys can do that. Like, but with like a business to business industry, they want to see the face of the owner. They want to see the owner out there working. They want to talk to them, you know? Yeah. So, so it's hard for us to hire a customer service and our stuff is so technical that, you know, if we hired somebody, all they'd be able to do is schedule stuff. They wouldn't be able to answer questions, you know? True. True. I, um, I get to hide. I get that luxury, but I, mm-hmm. I don't. Um, I'm definitely still the face. I'm definitely still the front line. Um, I've literally people like recommended a friend to come subscribe, and I was like, well, let me reach out and talk to him. So I re- reached out to this random, you know, person, a friend of a friend of a friend, whoever, and was like, hey, like I'm the CEO of this company. It's really good to meet you. Like, is there anything I can do to help you as we get started with this this new subscription? Yeah. Like, Did I need to do that? No. <clears throat> Does it? help i don't know hopefully <laughs> i i can guarantee i can guarantee you probably made a sell though because uh, you well, just i want to talk about ourselves but you know i'm not doing so bad yeah <laughs> <laughs> i can guarantee you made a sell there because you just made your business personable that's the point, you know yeah. who, like i said who, I, mean, who, I started this entire company to be there for the customers so yeah and who wants to go them. buy something from a faceless company well everyone does it with walmart every day but walmart say, has that, that... that amazon or is like jeff bezos still personal uh <laughs> good question he used to be you know i was just watching a video of jeff jeff bezos and he was talking about uh he would go around to colleges and talk to colleges about amazon back in the early days but he doesn't do that anymore but you know once you get as big as amazon is and you have you know millions of employees you know you don't have to anymore you got people that can answer the questions that you can answer you know yeah. you no longer have to answer those questions you can to call it, like field the questions is that the word say again screen screen, screen. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah there's a word in there um i don't know I'm, it, I'm different than you i i definitely come from a different spot because uh i don't even know if i talked about this but i started my company a year ago so i i don't think i even talked about this wow we talked about your business i think i've moved on that's my bad um but i started, I started my business a year ago and really the whole initial startup of my company was during COVID. And there were two reasons for that. One, because I literally had nothing else to do. And two, because a lot of small businesses were going out of business and it created a hole, a vacuum where a lot of new businesses could step in and, uh, you know, help to pick up some of that slack. And so I was like, okay, like, here's an opportunity. I'm going to try and seize it. And so when I stepped in, as far as, you know, trying to, it affecting my life and my hobbies and my interests, it really didn't change much because my hobbies and interests at the time were working out and working. It's pretty much all I got to do during COVID. Um, and so it really just provided me a lot of time to sit and work because yeah. it didn't change any of my hobbies. Now that like we're out and you know we're, we're free um, to move around and do, do whatever, um, it hasn't affected me as much as it should. I would say, or it could, um, because I, I, like I said, I still run a, uh, work a full-time job. I do this as well. And then have a social life. Um, so I have a healthy balance, but that's going to suffer on my business side. Will my business, like we were talking about, you get that investment opportunity of time and energy yeah. into your business. Am I putting as much time and energy into my business? No, which means am I going to see as much results? Probably not. 
So again, my business isn't going to take off and be a quick uh, cash, you know, earner because I'm not dedicating all of my time to it. Like I probably could be to see those kind of returns. Does that make sense? So it, yeah, hasn't, that... it hasn't affected me as much with my hobbies. Like I've gotten in, I started up axe throwing. I started doing that. Got really good. I'm really happy with that. Um, I still hit the gun range. I just recently got a girlfriend. I don't know if I told you that. I have a girlfriend. Now. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. I just broke up with mine. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think last time we talked, we were both single. I, I literally just, yeah. just got a girlfriend. She's, she's hey, hot. Yeah. Um, and nice. I mean, she's really nice. She's really nice personality. I, I almost want to send you this video I watched <laughs> on YouTube. After me and my girlfriend broke up, I went and, and researched videos and this guy did a really good video about dating an entrepreneur, and I want to send it to you so you can send it to her so she can watch it. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I told her I can't talk because I'm uh, doing a podcast, and she kept trying to talk to me. I was like, I can't, I can't talk. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, you know, if, if, if anybody's listening and they're, they're going to go, okay, we're going to start a business, just know that your relationship life is going to take a big hit. And it's, I mean a massive yeah, hit. It's... It's like anything in life. I mean, you got you guys either got to work through it together or split ways. So, yeah. I and mean, I'm not here to give relationship advice, especially someone who has been single for five years because I was just out of the dating scene. So never take dating advice from me. Trust me, it's a terrible idea. But um, especially with a business, I mean, it's it's the same with friendships, and that I can speak on. They're either they're either benefiting your life and they're going to be there for you through it. Yep. Or they're taking away from it where they're like, hey, come party with us, come drink with us, which is fine. But if it's business time and you have stuff you need to get done, and you're like, hey, I need to get my business done. And they're like, ah, no, screw all that. Come party. Like, those are people you probably, you know, that's. that's it should, should leave in the dust. <laughs> that's um, investment opportunities that you need to look at from a business owner's perspective and be like, yep. okay, like, where am I investing my energy, time, money? so on and so forth right am i investing in my business my social life myself like it's it's a daily decision that you gotta make you know and and the hardest part on my part is my my business is a 24 hour seven day a week business you know clients clients will be paying triple time on a sunday for us to go out but you know i'm more than happy to dispatch somebody out there you know um and that's really where my problem within my personal life, which, you know, we'll go over all this in a, a, another episode down the line, um, that, you know, I'm a 24 hour business, so I'd get a call at 1am and she didn't like that. So, you know, it all led to downhill and my friends hate me because, you know, I don't have any time for them. Well, sorry, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, building my, my empire is what I like to call it. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about this cause, um, like I said, we come from two very different places. We've run our businesses two very different ways, but um, sorry, I'm over here drinking. I got a burp, but <laughs> pardon me. Um, I know my mouth's going dry too. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a quick drink here. Oh I'm, no, I'm bear I'm, with I'm, me. I'm enjoying my drink. <laughs> um, I'm enjoying this nice cold Mountain Dew. Oh, there you go. Yeah, uh, I fuel really off of this. Here. Yeah, I I I live off of Mountain Dew and nicotine, man. <laughs> Jeez. There you go, life choices, investments, you know. <laughs> um, well, no, no, you're good. Yeah. It's your life. You you invest where you want. Like I said, we're two very different people. Well, you know, owning a business is stressful, no matter what business you own. You know, cutting cutting the the checks, paying the bills, you know, getting customers in, selling, you know, all that's just stressful. So, you know, 
there there needs to be a relief true somewhere I, I 100% in there agree with. i mean i go to the gym two to three hours a day about five plus days a week so that's my unhealthy habit <laughs> I, I mean, you. and that's that's an investment too. Like, I mean, that's time I could be putting in towards my business, but I choose actively to invest my time and energy elsewhere, which is good, but it's also bad. You know, it's, yeah. it's give and take. When when I worked eighty hours a week, I realized you need to oh section off time for yourself. Those are the words I want to use there. You know, so you you need to get that personal time in there and not forego that because I, I forewent that and you know, I'm, I'm constantly tired. Now there's no time that I can get enough sleep. I can sleep for 24 hours and still be tired or I can sleep for four or five hours and still be tired. Have you ever thought or looked into uh, either yoga or meditation? Actually I have. I was going to say have. a lot of people joke about those things, but I recently only recently really started trying it out. And it has made a world of difference on just my attitude, my outlook on life, and my mm-hmm. energy throughout the day. It's you know, I, I tried yoga once about two years ago, and I really enjoyed it, and I just haven't gotten back into it yet. And it, it really, it, it did clear my mind. I, I will say that yoga really does clear a person's mind. I got into yoga because I'm a, I'm a bodybuilder, not competing or anything like that, um, but I am a bodybuilder, very amateur, and... Um, I got into yoga because it helps, you know, relieve all the muscles, like decent, like de-stress and kind of loosen up. Um, but I found that it helped my mind more than my body, like a hundred percent. I mean, it still helps my body, but it, like it helped my mind a lot. And I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that, but it's a huge positive. And it helped with, you know, being able to sit down, focus when it's time for business. Mm-hmm. I'm coming in with a clear head already, ready to go. Yeah. See, my problem with yoga is, is I've fallen off of two ladders in my lifetime and I have messed up my whole entire right side of my body, my right hip, my right shoulder, you know, all that good stuff. And, um, so doing yoga is just painful for me some days, you know, um, where my body doesn't want to to stretch, but that's why I'm prescribed muscle relaxers. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, before we wrap up, there's one last thing I did ask you. I thought about this while I was writing down some notes and I was like, Oh, I want to hear what he has to say on this. So actually there's a couple things. I'm not going to get to all of them, but, um, I guess we've only got a few minutes. My biggest one was, uh, what have, since being a business owner, when you tell people you run your own business, what are some of the biggest things you hear from people as far as like, if they're telling you something or asking you something, what are the, what are the biggest things? Have you had any like interesting, I, I have actually. So um, I'm held on a pedestal for some odd reason in most cases. Um, but people go, oh, you own and operate your own business? I go, yeah, well, you must be really, really rich and wealthy. Um, really? That's that, the, that, that's the that, connotation? Yeah, that, that's the response I get all the time. And it's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm not hurting, but, you know, I'm not rich and wealthy. You know what I mean? Um, you, you're... Uh... Would you say well off or what's the word? Are you stable? I'm I'm stable and well off. Yeah. But you know, I don't like to go around and be like, I'm rich and wealthy. Fuck you. You know? Um, so I, I hate that derivative of, you know, you own a business, you must be rich and wealthy, you know, and that's 90% of the time is what I get. Which is interesting. Cause like in a lot of TV shows or movies, the business owners are the ones who you see, they have like a, 
you know, eviction notices or like debt collection letters on their desk or whatever, you know, like they're, they're struggling to, to keep the business oh. open or at least that's and what I've... I see in a lot of, uh, social, uh, pop culture. Is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've had debt collector. I'm not going to lie. I've had debt collector notices on my desk before. I I've had it in my early years, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I, and you know, that's why I'm willing to get on a podcast and talk. Cause I'm not scared to hide anything. Yeah. The only thing I'm hiding is the, the NDA agreements I've signed to where I can't talk about certain prices, you know? Um, right. So I guess to, to clarify, you have been through that section. You're not there now, but just that you weren't well off and successful just at the start. And you're like, I'm a business owner now. And you know, I've got my business license and now I'm well off and successful. Oh, absolutely, man. There was a time where I owed money to three different companies and I had debt collectors on me for it. You know, um, absolutely. There was a time where I was scared that I was going to have to close down my business, you know, cause we weren't making it in the early times, you know, but those are growing pains through a business and you probably have had the same scares. Yeah, you know, we'll definitely talk about that. And there's, it's a huge learning experience because in those times you either got to like nut up or get out, you know, it's like, you got to figure mm-hmm. it out and you're going to learn a lot in those instances of what you're capable of. Well, and also in your early times, you don't know what to price yourself at. So, you know, you price yourself and you realize, Oh shit, that's not enough to pay the bills, you know? So now, you know what the business has brought in, maybe be $5,000 and your, your outgoings $10,000. So now you have to come up with that difference, you know? Yeah. And then you're either drawing or putting your own money in or closing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, you're at a risk there, but I found with my biggest one, if when I would tell people, yeah, like I started my own company, my biggest thing I would get. And I, I, I fully appreciate it. But the way they go about it is just so disrespectful. Um, I spent about two years planning this company and Mm -hmm. then another year opening and starting it and running it. So about three years of my life I've dedicated to researching, learning, and figuring it out, right? And I I don't have a whole lot of schooling. This is just me. The biggest thing I hear from just random people who listen in and hear me mention it, advice. They start, oh, you need to do this. Oh, you're doing Uh, that? uh, You need to do this instead. Oh, gross. Oh, gross. that's the biggest thing. There was one guy at a bar, and I was like, I was on a first date with this girl, and she asked what I did, and I told her, you know, I work full-time, and I run my own company doing this. And this guy at the bar turns around and goes, that's what you do? Nah, mm-mm. you need to change it. That's not going to work. You're, it's never going to work. You got to do this instead. I looked at him, I was like, who are you? <laughs> yeah. I, you know, when you start, you know, all these people are in your life, and they never give you an ounce of advice, but as soon as you start up a business, are they there for advice? Hell yeah, they are. Okay. I know more than you. Sit down. The, you know, if anybody's listening that does that, you just need to sit down, chill out, and let the person do their thing. Unless you I, have I actual get, advice to come to the table. I get everybody having an opinion, and everybody has life experience, and so they might be able to bring something to the table, but there's definitely a respectful way to go about it. <laughs> you know? It's like, oh, that sounds really cool. Have you ever thought about this? Yeah, one hundred percent. Like I would, I would engage in the conversation because I'd be like, "Wow, you have ideas. I want to talk to you because maybe I'll gain something from that." But if they're like, yeah. "Oh, that's what you're doing? No, that's not going to work. You need to do this. I'm, I'm going to punch you." <laughs> you know, that's See, not how it works. You know, I created my my business when I was first starting it. Uh, a lot of people told me I'd I would fail and I wouldn't be successful, and you can't do that. Uh, here we are, six years later. 
<laughs> where where are they at now? Oh yeah, they're in my rearview mirror because I'm, Look at I'm me speeding now, off. Mom. Yeah, yeah. Was it uh, a phase? My, <laughs> <laughs> my parents are actually super supportive of me, um, and I'm forever in debt to them. My dad actually taught me uh, the tricks of the trade for what I do. He used to be an electrician, so. Oh, okay. So he had some, yeah, because electricians are pretty much running their own business too. Yeah, so my business is similar to an electrician. We just don't do electrical work. We we legally cannot do electrical work. Yeah, so it's nothing like an electrician. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. It's uh, sorry. It, it's it's very similar to an electrician because we'll, we'll we'll we run cable into in establishments. Yeah. So we'll go, we'll go out and run miles upon miles of cable, um, in establishments. Like Friday, I'm headed to an accounting firm. And we got to terminate. This is totally off topic, but do you like dig your own trenches for that too? You yeah. Like, contractors come in. Yes. No. No. Do that all ourselves. Really? Yeah. We we do uh, we do dig trenches and bury conduit and, and trenches. Um, we also we also do work for electricians. So an electrical service can come and go. Okay, we need this conduit ran. What's your price? And I'll tell them my price, and they'll go, okay. Wow. You know, right. run that conduit. You know, and then they come back behind us and fish the wire through and hook it up in the breaker box. Man, that's a lot of so, work. <laughs> oh man, uh, so an average building is roughly what is it? Eighty hours to rough in. The most I'll dig is a take. Beyond that, I'm actually my next purchase because right now I'm just renting excavators, so I need to I need to purchase one. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, with, with inflation the way it is, and that's a whole nother topic. You know, uh, an excavator, you know, two years ago cost $20,000 less than this year. Yeah, I think that's, we have an episode about that, don't we? Uh, I don't believe so. Inflation? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. current market and what it's like. Oh, uh, yeah, what there it is. Resources we got going on, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There will be a, Give you oh, guys a little link for product sourcing, too, so we can kind of talk about, we'll, we'll figure it out, but. Yeah. Um, oh, this... we've only got a couple, oh, did you have some? I'm sorry. No, 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 go for it. Um, we got a couple minutes left. Um, I figured this would be a good chance to ask what's I want two things. I want to know what's the best advice you were ever given going into this. And now that you've been through what you've been through, what's like the best advice you would give someone? Does that make sense? Yeah, the best advice I have been given is to do a market study. Okay. Can you uh, real quick that... what's a market study? So a market study is where you look at, so I'm in Iowa. So what I did was I pulled up Iowa and I researched every single company that does the exact same thing as us. Yep. Okay. And I, I wanted to see what the supply and demand was in my, in my area of what services I was going to offer. And, um, that, that really honed in what we offered. Um, because there's, there's several companies in the state of Iowa offering IT services. So we, we couldn't do that. We did that in the beginning. We don't do that anymore. And so there wasn't a lot of companies that offered security uh, uh, integration services that we offer. And so that's what we did. Um, so my saturation best saturation is a huge thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that the market, if you've got too many people providing, that's why like I'm surprised with the online friends. Like you really got to market yourself or else you're not going to oh, yeah. compete. There's oh, yeah. saturation is insane. Yep. Um, and the best advice I could give to somebody is just make the leap, do it. 
Really? Yes, absolutely. Because Just for the do it. <laughs> your, yeah. Well, we need that inserted in the audio. <laughs> <laughs> um, God. Um, when I started my, I worked full time, just like you're doing right now, you know, everyone starts their business off, they're working full time, they're also doing their business, you know, they're grinding, they're, they're doing what they need to do, you know, and I'm not saying don't work full time and do your business. But as soon as you get to that point, quit working full time at your other job and focus on your business. There is definitely there comes a time where you make a break, either jump ship and, you know, ride, ride it out or. No, it's it's it gets to a point where you can't grow anymore unless you invest more, and the only way you invest more is if you take away from other investments. For yeah. Example: your current full-time job. Yeah. Well, and you know, when you start a business, are you really after continuing that full-time job and running your business, For, or yeah, are you, you know, are you on, are you to start? Yeah. Is your goal to work full-time in your business? You know, actually, the guy that gave me that, you know. I talked to about my business. My cousin just called me. Um, I ignored his call. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's all good. So I understand. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. He's probably calling me for advice. Um, we give advice to each other. Um, but you know, he's the one that, you know, got mad at me for working my full-time job when my business is doing good. He's like, why are you burning yourself out? You know, cause you're going to go down that rabbit hole of getting burnt out. If, if your business is doing good, you're putting a, a, a tremendous amount of time into your business and also working 40 hours at another job. Well, like I should I say 40 it, it hours. Gets, it gets to a point where you, you need to invest more if you want to grow anymore. And the only, yeah. if you're already not sleeping and you're already have no social life, there's only one other spot you can take that investment away from. It's your current full-time job. Yep. Yep. And so when, when I made that leap, I was much happier and that's, that's the best advice I can give to somebody is just take the leap. I, you know, fear, fear is the best thing in the world. Yes. You'll be scared, but at the same time, you'll improve your life and you'll improve your business. Yeah. I like it. I think that's a pretty strong note to end on. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'll let you close Um, it out since I opened it. Fair enough. Um, well, yeah, let's just, uh, do you have anything you need to shout out? My name is Rath. I, I run this on twitch.tv uh, slash the official Rath. Um, so if you guys want to catch this, we're going to be doing it every Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Yes. Um, every week, Monday, 9 p.m. Eastern time, you can catch us on Twitch on my channel. I'll shout myself out. You shout yourself out. But um, so twitch.tv slash the official Rath. Um, Beyond that, I suppose you could go check out uh, King's Ransom Box. Um, I'll put a link in the descriptions wherever we share this at. But King's Ransom Box is my own company. It's a subscription box for Men's Hobby Box. Gives you a whole kit, kind of setting you up with a new hobby. Um, whether that be, I don't want to give too much away, but if you're you know hosting a game night to watch football and you want people to be able to come over and you want the supplies and a kit on you know what you need and how to do it, or if you want to host your own cigar smoking night, or uh, you want to get into uh, other hobbies. <laughs> I don't know. We've got, we've got <laughs> um, you know, say you want to host a host a brewery and you want to learn how to brew your own beer. You know, well, well, there'll be a kit for that in a box that'll set you up with the basics or a full kit or an advanced kit that you can hook all your friends up with. You know, different different stuff. So, 
if that's your stick or you got uh, a guy in your life that you want to buy a gift for, even girls, you've got a lot of subscribers who are girls who enjoy our products, and y'all are more than welcome to it. You know, I'm just here. For, I'm here for you yeah. guys. So that's that's who I am and what I do. I love you, and uh, I'll give it off to Brandon. Brandon's got some stuff. Yeah, uh, I'm Brandon, owner of TRT Studios, security contractor. Uh, we do security cameras, access control, surveillance, all that good stuff. If you need any of those services in Iowa or the surrounding states, we're here for you. Um, we got several different products that could uh, uh, make your life easier and give you a bird's eye view of your business when you're on site and off site, as well as control access to who's in your building and who's not in your building. Um, if if you want more information on my company, the website will be in the description here, and you can certainly click on that, fill out our form, and get in touch with us, and we'd be more than happy to give you a quote on your business. Uh, let me ask before we end. So, like, I've even thought I'm in an apartment right now, but I'm moving into a house eventually. Um, I just moved across country, so you know, give me time. But well, <laughs> I'm curious, would your company be involved with like? I know a lot of houses will have their own security system and cameras and stuff like that. You guys work on houses too, or is it mainly business? Uh, it's mainly businesses. I'm very selective of what houses we do. Okay. Uh, okay. We do, I don't, we I don't do some. the logistics of everything that goes into it. I'm sure there's a lot. So I just figured I'd pitch that out there to see. Because, I mean, um, I, when I buy a house, I plan on getting a security system and, like, cameras and all that. And I was like, I would, you know, maybe I'll fly you down here for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, I, I'd be more than happy to come down and do that. That that wouldn't be a problem. But, you know, we're, we're very selective in the consumer market. Um, okay. It's just due, due to the uh, – volatility of the consumer market so true yeah we're I'm very sure selective okay so if you have a house so. go away no one cares it's a <laughs> <laughs> um okay guys this is smoking dollars this is our podcast yeah. i'm Rath, that's brandon and we have no idea what we're doing but we make it up as we go and somehow we do it uh day to day yeah y'all have a good one bye <laughs> that was really good holy crap